Hello and welcome to the Liberty and Paul podcast. I'm joined as usual now, always, with Dan and Martin. How are you getting on, guys? Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, very well, Paul. Oh, very good. What's this? Is that a, it's a lovely Adidas talk? That's a massive badge. Is that a new thing? Yeah. It's, it's this year's collection, yes. It was a, bir- a birthday present from a from another podcast presenter. That's nice, eh? <laughs> That's very nice. You're welcome. I got... I, <laughs> <laughs> I got... Uh, Dan, I got uh, some uh, Andy Murray Castro tennis gear from your, your Martin. Rather, Very nice. Rather fetching. <laughs> I'm delighted. But yeah, so December. There we go. Seems like a blink of the eye. November's finished. Yep. Celtic are still doing okay. Uh, still Not very, a 20 point gap either. There's no 20 point gap, no. So, uh, I'm, I'm we, happy to report. Yeah, we're happy. <laughs> delighted that we got that wrong, which is fantastic. Uh, and uh, Geo's here, and I'm not gonna lie, I've watched a few training sessions with Geo. He's still the best. He's still the best player at Ibrooks, but uh, he's surprisingly he's kind of steadied the ship. But I think we're all looking forward to December, eh? With uh, Rogic coming back, Turnbull scoring goals, and McGregor looks what an engine. So what he's looking at first of all, before we look at the back guys, what are you looking forward to this? Christmas at December time do you think we can go unbeaten or Dan do you think I'm talking about European games as I well real, European games um, to be honest best is best is best is we don't we don't need to win so we don't need to get a draw we don't need to do anything mm-hmm. I'd happily give the other guys a run out and rest the players that we need to rest which I think most people would be in the same predicament or the same belief for myself um, obviously we can't let end the run over the top is so, no, I, I, I'm not really bored with that game, if perfectly honest. So, whatever happens there, happens there. As long as you uh, show face, at least. Give some guys a run out. Guys that have been sitting on the edges, scales and stuff like that. Game, a good a game. But uh, in the league, um, I don't... I was looking at the fixture list there yesterday. And um, St. Martin away, St. Johnson away, Burrow at home. Do you know what I mean? I think we've got very, very winnable fixtures all the way up to the Rangers game in January. Um, maybe Hibs at Celtic Park maybe a bit of a challenge, but again, it's at Celtic Park, so we should be beating them, no bother. So no, I'm quietly confident, despite all the fixtures, and then obviously we'll get the League Cup final, which um, will be a great occasion as well. Yeah, so the, the looking forward to it. Games is, yeah, the, run, the run of away games, it's going to be more favourable, because if you think... That, that monkey came off the back. Who was it against Aberdeen? And then we beat Motherwell. We've played Hibs at Easter Road. Um, you know, we've been to, to Tanadice. So we've probably, apart from Rangers now, we've probably been to most places in the top half of the table and won away now, um, which is obviously a, a, a great sign. Um, and yeah, it'd be great to, to keep it going. But yeah, you're looking at that and thinking they're, they're good fixtures for a busy month. Uh, you know, just along the road to St Mirren and 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 up to McDermott Park, uh, you've got to be very very hopeful that you, you can pick up maximum points from those uh, while doing the job at home against Motherwell this Sunday. Yeah, it's a funny sort of it's a funny sort of period because you've got so many games and usually I'm correct in saying that usually the Rangers game Celtic have just just get too tired for it. Usually that's what happens. It, it seems to happen 
I think going back in memory, it's Artfield's greatest game. He always plays well because our midfield's always very, very tired. But I don't know, the, the energy of this team just now, I know Jota's got an injury and there's different things, but the energy levels of this team seems to be, it seems as if they could cope with what's ahead of them, you know? And get, yeah, and, and, and get a positive result in the League Cup and the Rangers game. Because that's really... That'd be springboard stuff for, for the, you know what I mean? I mean, like Jot, Jot, as you say, is a, a big miss, you know, and he's Mikey Johnson another chance to come back in there and hopefully prove himself, you know what I mean? I've, I never think Johnson, Johnson's been okay for us and he's been in and out and in and out. He's not been great. Um, maybe at the start when he first came in, he was showing a few signs, but there's another big chance for him while Jot is out to come in and do something. He's had minutes. Okay. Danny's had yeah, minutes. He's plenty of minutes because he's usually on it after 60 minutes in most games. So he's had minutes. So this really would be his time to shine, wouldn't it? Of course. But yeah, would... they, they said on Sky um, start, the start they gave is he hasn't scored a goal in two years. Um, that obviously has to be caveated with he's had prolonged periods of, of injury. But yeah, it's 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 not great reading when one of your front three uh, hasn't scored for two years plus now. Um, but yeah, I think getting getting more and more minutes on the park has to be a good thing. Uh, he's not going to score sitting on the bench, so you know yeah. he has to be given the time on the park to to show what he can do. I actually thought against Dundee United, he was having a pretty good game and he was very very unfortunate with some of the offside decisions I think that went against him a little bit but that's that's possibly just his luck at the moment um, that these things aren't aren't going his way and he's not getting the rub of the green but he, he had a positive game he wasn't it wasn't as if he came on and you know there was a massive imbalance in the team um, because going from you know Juranovic and Yota to Taylor and Johnson, you know, could have given people the fear, but you know, it didn't. It didn't play out like that. It was actually, you know, they were, they, they were both fairly competent. I mean, that that, that I like that sort of pairing, but the the Jotty Ivanovic pairing, and that's really that's two good footballers. He's a good football player, good passing range. And that means Jota can mm. when he gets back in the park. That's really good. And that's without looking ahead to the January transfer window and the three players that will be linked to. But we'll talk about that later. So Mikey Johnson, we're still holding a wee bit of hope for. But you're really probably looking at the sort of stuff they're doing in Japan, even if we get one or two of them, he really has a month, doesn't he? Because we're going to get more... We're going to get. It seems like we're going to get more attacking options. So Johnson's really got to kick on. And might, that might be the impetus for him because Jamesy, Jamesy looks like he's nearly there, doesn't he? Yeah, not. he does. And but, but, I was reading the other day, somebody was saying that Johnson, um, it's now his chance to do what a Rolston done and make his make his point and make a reason as to why he should be getting a game. You know, he's he's been given the opportunity now. As you say, he has been getting time, but now he'll be able, probably most likely going to start now in um, the next couple of games. So this is his opportunity to show what he can really do. And it's, it's like you were saying there, Martin, it's... From what I saw, the higher, I didn't see the full game, but from what I saw, he was very positive. He was taking lads on, cutting inside, having a few shots and goal, and that's what you want to see. 
I thought in t- talking about Martin's sort of point regarding the, the goal scoring, the European game when he came on, they did he did have a chance to to put it to bed against he, he did because he came through, he's fl- and you can see him he takes that touch and he takes the next touch, and maybe it is confidence, but when you, if you have confidence to take the ball round players and take it on and, and take a chance, he he just need maybe he just needs that goal. I'm not too sure, obviously. He's got a month. He's basically got a month to do it. But that's fine, isn't it? He's a young lad-ish. So, but Ish, it, it could be positive, you know what I mean? Because uh, anybody else sort of catching attention? Roderick was good at the weekend, or was he brilliant? I, don't, I just thought he was just... I just thought it was just... It was a balance, the midfield, it let him play well. Or he was, yeah, you know I, I mean? think it, the, the Roderick performance was what you're now starting to come to expect from him. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's great to see. Um, it would obviously make you slightly upset if you thought about the performances he's put in the last two to three years um, because that, that level that he's hitting now just hasn't been there. So, you know, try, try not to look back. Just focus on now and focus on looking forward and, yeah. and making them that. Uh, but yeah, he's, 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 he's brought a goal to the game now as well. Um, for all his, his good performances before and nice touches and passes, um, you know, he hasn't been on the score sheet that much. Um, you know, he, he had been a, a, a more consistent scoring midfielder under Brendan Rodgers. Um, yeah, correct, yeah. You know, that, that would be great if he was also chipping in with, with goals as well. Um, but yeah, it was just, it's one of the one of the, the types of performances we're used to seeing from him now, just having that amazing strength to beat people, that the kind of twinkle toes, uh, how, how he moves that kind of six foot three frame in and out of bodies uh, and tight spaces, I don't know. But yeah, he's, he's, he's certainly uh, hitting a, a peak level of performance now. And that's after a bit of an injury layoff as well, which is good. He's straight he's back in and you know, still, still managing to hit the... The, the full 90 minutes as well McGregor McGregor seems yeah, just, I, I don't think we've ever really had a player like McGregor in modern era yeah. I mean geez oh how many yards is he doing a game I mean he's yeah, just he's he, unbelievable that pass to Turnbull it's not even just the pass it's the youthfulness about the, the, the performance at the weekend he was everywhere for me he was he was just he might not be making the best passes all the time but he's just so on it. Against Brown as well, like Aberdeen game, he was on it. He was just driving that team, and I, I just think that's really impressive. Uh, maybe it says to ourselves that maybe we could have let Brown go earlier, but that's fine. That's we've talked that to death. But I just like seeing a player sort of keep going and going. You know, I mean, it's it's unreal. Never, I don't think we have had a player like that. It just keeps no. going. You know, nice. Then if Scotland as well, yeah, yeah, and. Our worst form this season was when he was out of the team as well. You know, when we did struggle for results, it coincided with his period of, of injury. Um, so I know we were talking before about the impact of Rogic uh, being injured, how, how that would, you know, impact the team. I think I had, had said, you know, that the most pivotal player is McGregor in that midfield. Yeah, you, you can attempt to replace anyone else, but you cannot, you cannot replace him. And that's having the midfield balance as well. I mean, Turnbull, Danny, you thinking is Turnbull? I think Turnbull's 
now seems as if he, he could score every game. He really wants that hunger for Celtic to score. I think he's still finding his feet this season as well. You know, like he's some games in and out. He's, as we were saying a couple of weeks ago, there he had his mistake against um, in the Europa League against Leverkusen and stuff. So he's, he's still making the odd mistakes, and that that's by all means allowed. Do you know what I mean? Because he is putting in some fantastic performances. So you allow the little down downside sometimes. But um, I think he's been very good. He's touched. Saturday for the goal was sublime it was beautiful and then the spin um, it was absolutely brilliant the way he took it and he was unlucky with another chance before that as well so yeah. no, no complaints about Turnbull at all I think he's he's, he's doing brilliant he's really living up to it and um, what was kind of expected of him yeah it's funny then then he start kind of going back the way as well like Carton Vickers yeah, Starfelt's they seem to be after I was looking at something regarding how how we're pressing up against teams, you know, they're they're really moving together as a unit, which is great to see, obviously intelligent football players. I like to see I don't like big spaces and football parts where teams can get at you, so if they're moving up and down as a unit, I just think the European game is just it's just it's a step too far sometimes the amount of effort they put into the game. And it just unravels slightly at some stages. The the German game is that's fine. But I think we just need to just have to be careful that that energy. It's just very hard for a defender to keep doing that all the time without full and full concentration, you know what I mean? But uh, and, and just and just said he will only change his tactic, his tactics. He said it all day recently there. Um mm-hmm. podcast was like it was some interview done and he said that I won't change the tactics, I've got a way of playing the game and it's just go, 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 go. No, I'm just saying so that I feel a wee bit demanding. I, I feel that they're doing really well, but I just feel as if it's it's a hard task when the level I agree with you. when the European level you. lifts. You're just like Jesus, boys are working hard, really, really hard. And but the thing is, they seem to be getting better and better for as a partnership. I don't know if we're going to get Carton Vickers or whatever. I think there was stuff saying that we can't get him, or he's still mulling over. But definitely, he's definitely been a really good find for us. By all accounts, Tottenham don't want him. Yeah, well, it'd be, it'd be good to have him. Julian, Julian, the question of Julian's just disappearing. But it doesn't really matter if these guys are doing okay, you know what I mean? He doesn't have a return date, though, Julian. No. That's disappointing. Like he's training at the moment, but yeah, we don't have a, a date for him. Uh, yeah, I understand that in the press conference there at the weekend, he says don't have a return date for him, so what the hell that means, God knows. But the, the defence has definitely improved, though, if you think about... Oh, well, yeah. First of all, the, the passing out from the back, the, the guys that are doing it are definitely a lot more comfortable on the ball now and kind of know the system better and are sort of looking up to find to find the man better than before. It just felt like they were looking to the touchline for a right-back that wasn't there. Yeah. Um, so th- that that's definitely improved. And then I think... Um, you know, there was a lot of uh, noise around Starfelt, um, not so much around Carter Vickers because no one really knew him, so there was no expectation, but the expectation on Starfelt was much higher and I think people felt he wasn't he wasn't hitting the level that was expected. But again, I think that, that noise is, seems to have pretty much uh, gone down to a whisper now. Yeah. yeah, and the amount of clean sheets we've got as well speaks volumes. It's just that we're still behind in the league. And I think what what Angie needs to do is just keep this momentum going. 
we can't do anything about Rangers not really Gio seems to be like I mean like they seem maybe as if they're a bit switched on you know so he seems to be competent I'm sure he is so they're going to try and drive until the January trans- January time so we just have to keep on it but like the, the Dundee United game the weekend that was slippery for me but they, then then they just get a performance coming out you know what I mean and you look delighted so it's just that sort of case It's that, this is really exciting that we're actually behind because now we can really it'll be a, be, a great, be a great opportunity to get in front of them in January that'd be brilliant yeah. I think every game feels massive at the moment as well like if yeah. you just think of that week we just had playing Aberdeen at home on the, the Sunday which was you know a, a tight tight game um, and then Hearts on the Thursday hearts, yeah. an even tighter game winning that and then thinking oh Tanadice is this going to be a step too far now third game seven days and to win that again it just felt you know they, they, they feel like massive victories um, and I think I think part of it as well is every all those three games it's uh, we're playing after Rangers as well even the midweek card yeah, that was Thursday at the same time we were playing on the Thursday so you know you're kicking off every game seven points behind. Um, you know, so you know you're up against it straight away because you're thinking if anything goes wrong in this game, it's that's it, seven points. And then, you know, the, the fear starts kicking in about uh, what, what's going to happen the rest of the season. So I think that's also just playing a little part as well in, the, in kind of the magnitude and elation we're feeling after games. Well, I think, I mean... From my point of view, I watched both games, right? And I was really impressed with the both the Edinburgh clubs. So Hibs against Rangers, geez, oh. Until Porty's done crazy stuff and the Rangers get their penalty, which they actually deserve for the first time in their entire lives. Geez, oh, that was some game. Like, they really, really smashed it in Rangers and Hearts. I think the physicality, is the, the rugby guys love to say in the island, it's increased because Hibs, Hearts were smashing, say, like, weren't they? It was just like, it was a right good game. It was one of those games I loved to be in it. I thought it was good, Dan. Did you, not, did you enjoy it? I, I thought it was brilliant. I couldn't get my eyes off it. I was. It was I, thought we were gonna get, I thought it was going to be a draw for definite. Uh, I know. It was just one of those games you thought somebody's going to blow up. Or, it's not, it's not going to go in. They had two they had two free headers in that second half, and I thought, oh, boom. And even their man, even their their chairman's cut, the next chairman's cut and said we should be we should be dropped points because we bottled Barry. We Barry McKay. Replay the game. And GM when GMS came on, I was like, oh no, no, this is going to be one of these haunting shots. Or you know what I mean? Because he's capable. He was actually decent when he came on. Aye. He was carrying the ball pretty well. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, you're right, man. I was. Yeah, Thursday night, I was. Yeah, I was I was doubting. I was a doubting Thomas. I just sat there. And I was like, just don't, just nothing go wrong. But I suppose we're getting through them, you know. But yeah. the physical. Yeah. Well, you you're at the game, yeah, Mister Henry. The, the Aberdeen game. I was at the, yeah. the heart game. I didn't go to. I've had a bit of a, a cold, which uh, with my other illness is. I can't remember if I see a pitchy. But the, the point was, yeah, no, there's no, no, no pictures of Strachan on the touchline sitting <laughs> in the corner. That's you know I wasn't there. But Aberdeen were a physical team, weren't they? They're a physical. Yeah, the, they had big boys up front, um, 
and yeah, they they were they were tough. It was a tough game, but like the the, the league standard this year is is good. I see, apart from the Dundee and St Mirren games, every game's been tough. I know, like the scorelines maybe make it seem a bit easier. You know, like St Johnston, we beat three 0 but it was you know it was war at times in the middle of the park, and yeah. uh, your man Kane up front just. Uh, putting his weight about you <laughs> yeah, know, by himself wasn't he <laughs> yeah you know the, the the games have been been tough I would say a lot of them there's not there's not really been any games where you're just kind of you know almost laughing at the opposition at how bad they are they've all everyone's played pretty well when they've when they've come over is that you talking about Hamanaki is that you is that you is that a dig a dig at the Hamon boys <laughs> the fact is that the fact is that maybe Julian not because Julian's Julian's didn't have a great track record when they go and get stuff, did he? He was like, I'm out here. So maybe it's a good idea. Maybe he's just sitting there thinking, I don't want involved in this nonsense. No, no. I think he, he's had a couple of bad games against uh, more physical strikers, but he's also had plenty of good games against uh, against some good, good players as well. But it just seems to be the bad ones that kind of... Uh, people remember. Stick in the mind, doesn't it? And yeah. what people remember... But, but over and the Dan sent me the Christmas the Christmas uh, video. Did you like it, Dan? I, I suppose you're a hard hitting man. Did no, you? I loved it. I, I mean, loved it. I mean, my son just keeps putting it on again and again. Oh, he just doesn't get it at all. So that was this <laughs> about. I don't on the minute Dan sent it to me about twenty past seven. I ran down the stairs, stuck it on the big telly, and just kept watching it. And then Rachel was like, "The kids are going to be late for school." I'm like, it. Look at Jordan doing his George Michael thing at the end, Rachel. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I watched the Rangers one, Dan. Did you watch the Rangers one? Yes. <laughs> it's all Jesus. Cringe, cringe. The, the girl, the girl that does the voiceover. Why don't they just call me? I'll do their voiceover. I think she's got a gun at her head the full time. She's totally panicking. She's like fifteen years old. Rangers wear sheer happy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tavernier goes in the changing room. There's nobody there. There's no no big names. That's the funny bit. They go to the they go to the match at Ibrooks and they kind of get off the bus and there's no day walking about the streets. It's empty. So yeah, and then they're uh, they're they're, they're uh, everyone and anyone they've got to go to India for, for a Rangers support team. So I thought I was kind of you know, surely just look at the look at the window and grab some fans on it. If it's everybody and anybody. They gave us a good laugh there this week from now the Leon game that they're supposed to be going to. Yeah. No Rangers fans are allowed to go, so they all cancelled their flights to try and get as much money back as possible. And then Leon came out again the day and says, all right, you can go now. It's a joke. <laughs> and it's a joke. The it's Even a the joke. corporate flight that was gone, can I, the corporate flight get cancelled and that can't yeah. go either. <laughs> well, it just makes, it, makes your week a wee bit better, you know. I've t- I, d- I just don't see any stories. I, I, can I look at that story and I'm like, ugh. But then uh, what I've noticed is a couple of the Rangers uh, media outlets are saying uh, Aribo's not going anywhere. And I just wonder if that's the start of the, the January. Because I think, I think Rangers would have to have a big January window. You know what, Martin? I think, yeah. I think that might, might be the chance us win the league. Because we're well, better. We're fiscally better than that lot. And I mean... Yeah, so I mean, I think come January, there's probably a couple of things at play. One is they've got a new manager as well. Um, 
there's not a lot of talk that I'm seeing at the moment. It seems to be, you know, Celtics buying the J League. Um, but there's not been Three players? Not that I've read. There, there doesn't seem to be quite so much chat around what what Rangers are going to do. But, you know, they've, they've got their own man in, in Van Bronckhorst. He's brought his own team. So I'm pretty sure he's going to want some of his own players as well. Um, so I'm sure they'll make some changes. Um, and also think the the timing of it as well, I think, is actually quite favourable for them. I think it's a nice point in the season to reset, um, you know, because they were the, the first game, you know, get, getting through in Europe, you know, good good achievement, um, said through through gritted teeth. Um, <laughs> but they did, you know, they did, they did. Yeah, and now, you know, they, they weren't playing that well in the league, so you know, it's got a chance to come in and just reset things and refocus and say, right, let's go from now till January. Come January, I'm going to get some of my own players in as well. Players I trust a bit more. Um, so I, I think the the kind of the changing manager there, I, I don't see it as being a, a massive disruptor. I think it's almost, uh, you know, I, I think it could, could be more of a, a positive or... Uh, as I say, it just gives them an opportunity to reset because things weren't quite right. They weren't playing quite well as, as as they had been as much as they were picking up the points and cruising yeah. through in Europe. <laughs> so, um, Stevie G's so flying it. Did Stevie G won at the weekend again, did they? Did Aston Villa or the plane to... uh, I think there were three wins from four, yeah. Three from uh, four, yeah. Lost against Man City. Oh, oh it was because it was against Leicester they beat at the weekend. Uh, Gerard against Brendan Rodgers. That's right. Yeah, so I, I think, yeah, I think it's the well, it's this section of the games in January. If Celtic do what they're supposed to be doing, like with the Japanese thing, that's fine. They're going to bring us lots. I've been watching loads of videos, videos of them. So it looks like they're all very energetic guys. One, one, we'll get three of them. That's about. If you get one or two, then we we go elsewhere and get somebody else, whatever. But I think Rangers. Yeah, their, their AGM is basically saying we don't need to sell people, but I, I think they really do. I think they can't do what they did last year. And uh, people like Morellis have to get back to form and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really, really interesting. Really, really interesting because... I think it's going to be so tight because, you know, if, if we don't... You know, if, if the status quo is maintained till we play them and we don't beat them and we go into the break, still four points behind you know there's a lot of pressure then when you when you restart after that you know any points dropped it's just you know it's just going to be a league over league over um you know it's it's so important to just keep winning at the moment and then beat them to to call back in the league but also beat them because we've not done it for ages yeah must be must be what two years since we've beaten them in a game the the cup final uh, when Julian scored, was that the last time we beat them? Yeah. But interesting enough, depressing. Like Gordon Smith and Tom, good friend Tom, caught the commentator. They were they they'd written Rangers chances off. The Hibs game, it was it was nil nil written all over it. Like they were saying the Rangers yeah. TV like we weren't we're not playing well. I've never heard that before. We're not doing. Hibs were given an absolute rattle. But just composure and just much too much physical stuff and losing your head at their own stages but if every team starts pushing like that then Celtic Rangers might not go the, the, to the end of the year winning all their games 
You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, Jota's a big man. How long's Jota out for? It's hamstring, sure. wasn't it? Not sure how long any of them are out for because it was Jota, Welsh, and who else went off? Three of them on. Ralston, yeah. How how long any of them are out for? Yeah, you need those type of players. So all in all, it's good. Isn't it? I'm, I'm just I, I just love the competitiveness of it. As you say, there's no mugs anymore. Rangers seem to have steadied themselves, which is fine. Because uh, if we when we beat them with the, we beat them in uh, the January game, then that'll make it even more sweeter. And then the Hibs game, like beatings the new the referee as well. So like everything's going to be thrown at us. And um, yeah, onwards and upwards, Danny. You feel I'm feeling really confident. I'm I'm feeling confident about beating Hibs in the cup final. I think we know Hibs, you know what I mean? We we know how to beat them. I know we that well saying that we had the one Easter Road and Donkeys. Um yeah. I think it was two years or something, or three years maybe we had the one Easter Road before we won there, but I think I'm quite confident we'll beat them at Hamden. You know what I mean? I don't have any problem with that. And yeah. as I say, with the with the league schedule coming up, there isn't any major oh my god. You know what I mean? As I was saying, Hibs at Celtic Park, maybe, but no, I don't have any complaints or any qualms about the games coming up in December. I still think about like if you watch the physicalness, like Jota's getting battered. Not Jota, uh, Kyogo's getting battered. Mm-hmm. Like he's every time, like he's people are elbowing in the face. Like how many times has he been elbowed in the head? Yeah, so I don't like that sort of carry on. But did your man get injured there? Is the, the Dutch guy did he just disappear what's happened to him um, I think he's still injured Giamakis Giamakis yeah yeah he's still injured so I don't know to... what it is but he's still injured I mean. anyway I just love you James you're playing for Celtic love it I love it I love him on the pitch Roderick's got a good history of having a good December Novembers any, any the last question is I've not seen any thing about Dubai is anybody going to Dubai this year? Haven't heard anything. Because I, I keep a, I'm watching it just to see if we come out and say something. I know Pastor Cockley says a lot, but there's no no mention of Dubai, or is that? Just not... Surely after the Messi last year, like the canny. Yeah, but the last year it was all about they have to go. It's part of our routine. It's part of what we are. It's nah, but there was what... such an uproar from it. You know what I mean? It was ridiculous. Such a backlash. They, they, sure, they can. Like, you, I mean, given the restrictions, given the way things are, if they turn and say we're going to Dubai again, they'll be folk losing their mind. But then I, I was thinking about it. I, would it not be the greatest thing in the world to go away with Angie for 10 days and just just absorb everything he's going to tell you? And they quote, you know, that on the flip side, would this not be the best time to do it? And what, happens if they, what happens if they get away and then like in COVID case and all that kind yeah, of okay. Then he gets blamed for losing the league. You know yourself, like it's. I personally, I don't think they should. Um, if they can, by all means, but um, if restrictions allow, but I don't see it happening, do you? They, they there must be there must be rules around doing it. And like last year, it was different because no one would have been vaccinated. Um, whereas this year, there's obviously a lot of the travel rules are vaccine dependent. I don't know if sports teams have some sort of exemption from that. Um, they probably don't in Europe but I would have thought somewhere uh, like Dubai that you might have to be vaccinated or show proof of vaccination to to get in or out um, but yeah that's a, 
Yeah, who, who, who knows? Let's, let's not worry about. <laughs> well, I was trying to. Well, I was trying to say. Like for that, point, that. <laughs> no, for that point of view, if something gets a COVID case and they go to Dubai, the the thing's going to get turned on. I'm saying, oh, you've went to Dubai and got a case. If you're the state in Glasgow, you wouldn't have got a COVID case because okay. that's the way people look at things. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if you change your routine, change what you're up to, it would uh, the everyone will just get through at them. It's a set. Well, listen, this is what I think anyway, but. I think at the moment is it is it Tottenham? I've got like six cases of COVID, and there's another team in the Premiership as well. Get a good few cases. The Spurs, you know, man, so. Spurs are just having a year to forget. I think. But, uh, there we go. So that was nice and easy, nice and simple. We just have to. So we've written off Betis. I think Betis might be one of these humdingers. Thank you. Yeah. I think it might be one of these humdinger European games. Celtic just. Yeah, well, they're they're through, aren't they? And where are they in La Liga? I think they're. Th- or something yeah. um, they just beat Barcelona at the weekend so they're flying so maybe they might just rest a good few players as well concentrate more on La Liga yeah oh, they're, they're, a decent, they're a decent team well thanks guys That's that was nice and easy tonight we've got loads and loads of listeners as well for some reason uh, last week my dad were over it's a very good fun Martin who said he wanted to come on the podcast but he bottled it and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> did uh, he call it? He did, yeah. He was one. He was like, "I'll come on Thursday night. I'll come on Thursday night." So I was going to text everybody saying Martin's <laughs> going to come on Thursday night. But he was just like head down. Come on, Martin. And, uh, and I got my Castro tennis gear, which is actually quite nice. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's just good time. We had great fun. Everybody was lovely. Everybody was well fed and came back up the road. So uh, mum and dad went on the ferry and uh, the. Uh, Martin went back to London. He was in Gary. And though he left here at, I took him up from 20 past, I think it was 20 past eight, he left my house. And I'm sure he was back in his house at 20 past one. It's not bad going, is it? Straight away to Gatwick in 20 minutes. That's, that's excellent. I mean, with the wee one, so I'm trying to get him over a bit more. So, And your new house, Sendo, is it nice? You know, nice, yeah. Um, Humble so aboard. Was he going to say no? The thing I bought a new house. <laughs> <laughs> triple A rating, triple A rating, is it? Is John Brown yeah, come round? This to... is cosy. Decent insulation. Is John Brown come round and get tried to sell you, <laughs> sell you a boiler? Jumping round. Hendo, you should have given Angie answer there. Paul's asking you, oh, you've got a new house, is it nice? No, no, it's no. It's an absolute kip, that's why I bought it. <laughs> oh, what I meant to say was it's stress-free. No, no, I mean, because it's a tough time moving house with yeah, kids. No. Oh, jeez, no. Dan, you know no. you're... Your man's up... Your man's... He's got his new house and he's got no insulation up the loft. I'm like... Oh. It's all these mad wee things that you don't notice you're trying to buy the, buy the house, no insulation and stuff like that. So I'm glad you're you're fully in. Dan, you're you're I'm still waiting, Dan. I'm waiting here for Dan to give me a call to do his driveway and do the whole lot. I mean I'm well happy to do a bit of work in his house. Doesn't doesn't phone me. I mean. Nah, you're alright, you don't have insurance, so I can't risk it. <laughs> it's like Daniel O'Donnell, it's like Daniel O'Donnell gas advert. <laughs> <laughs> But the, the funny thing, just lastly, the funny thing is that even though Ur Martin's ten years younger than me, every time he comes over, he's, he's just he's just so much so much more mature than I am. Like it's just embarrassing how much my youngest brother is just the most mature kid. The law, law of this, I mean, 
I'm just like, I don't know where he got it from. He didn't get it. He didn't inherit it from me whatsoever. <laughs> That's what London does to you. I know. Billy Big Bucks. <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll get him back on and Betty. I think Betty says something about I think he texts me saying something about prelims or something. I can't read it anymore. I'm like, yeah. Prelim physics. I'm like, I don't want to hear this. Right, so I forgot to ask Deidrell. I forgot to ask Mikey D. I just forgot. I just didn't text him this morning, so hopefully he couldn't come. And uh maybe Steve. <laughs> I listened to the last podcast and it was it was pretty low impact stuff, so it would have been easy to forget him. Ooh, controversial. Jeez. <laughs> Man, the funny thing about Mikey, Mikey did his best joke ever and I had to cut it out. A couple of weeks ago, he, he, he landed a cracking joke and I, I just cut it out. Just, 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 just to make me look good. That made me Anyway, thank you very much, gentlemen. Hope you're, yeah, everything's all good, Dan. Maybe we'll catch up. And uh, the schools are off today, so the schools are back in Ireland. Fingers crossed, everything is back to normal and there's no COVID and nonsense. But, uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Dan. Take care. Cheers, eh? guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.